Past performance is not indicative of future results. Statements such as and similar to, we told our clients to be out of the market in 2007 and 2008. We told our clients to get back into the market in 2009. And clients that followed our advice were out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations collectively made by Retirement Planners of America's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC and also at Cambridge Investment Research, Inc. Three out of the five of those principals remain with RPOA today. Statements about similar recommendations we made starting in 2011 refer to an investment protect strategy that RPOA has been using since its inception in 2011. The investment protect strategy is not guaranteed and is subject to the risk described at the end of this broadcast. Unless otherwise stated, references to the market refer to the S&P 500 index. Index performance described does not reflect the deduction of transaction, management, or other fees which would decrease the performance results. Investors cannot invest directly in an index. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We're in the money. We are the in the are money. Sunny. The skies oh, are sunny. You are through, you done us wrong. And old man recession, you are about to do us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. And this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the Federal Reserve, the unemployment numbers, inflation. We talk about uh, Social Security, estate planning, income taxes, you name it. If it has to do with retirement planning, we talk about it on this show and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff and this week's going to be no exception because we have an absolutely boring show lined up for you but be- what jack it's not boring? Okay, we have an absolutely exciting and fun show lined up for you. Uh, but before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Moray, the host of Money Matters with Ken Moray. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. I love it. And I do love it. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon. And if that is you, we'd love to uh, meet you, see if we can help you. Our website is rpoa.com. And if you go there, you'll find, uh, you can podcast this show, you can watch videos, you can read articles, you can attend seminars, you can visit with one of our retirement planners. I mean, there's so much stuff there. You could spend a day there, I think. You could binge, and it's all in a good way. So our website, again, is rpoa.com, and we currently work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families across the country. It is a blessing. It is an honor, a privilege, and we'd love to see if it's a fit with you. So uh, again, our website is rpoa.com. So let me go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, we're going to talk, the, the, the first topic is, will the Federal Reserve kill the stock market? <laughs> How about that for an attention-getting headline? Will the Federal Reserve kill the stock market? Now, we got the job numbers uh, on Friday, and of course, they came in hot. And so what does that mean? Well, it means that the Federal Reserve is most likely going to raise interest rates this month by another 
uh, three quarters of a percent, also known as 75 basis points. And uh, I'm going to go over why there's a risk that they could kill the stock market. So we'll talk about that. Also this week, and, and by the way, I'm sure you know this because I've said it maybe a thousand times. <laughs> you know, there's the old thing. If you don't toot your own horn, ain't nobody going to toot it for you. And so we've actually told our clients to get out of all equities uh, back in April. So we've been out. We've been in cash, uh, you know, through all the carnage that's been happening and also the carnage that we believe is coming. And if you are still invested, uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that as well. Now, also this week, uh, I want to talk about uh, risks that are faced in retirement number six. And that is the frailty risk. And actually, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's a fact of life that as we get older, um, we become more frail. And at some point, we may not be able to uh, take care of ourselves or make decisions for ourselves. And that's a risk in your retirement that you need to plan for. Okay, it's not a fun thing, but it's an important thing. And so we'll talk about that. Now, also this week, I want to talk with you about how to maximize your Social Security benefits. And we're going to have strategy number 23 this week. And so we'll have some fun with that. We'll make Social Security more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about uh, all that boring financial stuff. So we'll have that for you. And uh, also uh, this week, I want to talk with you about our uh, buy-hold myth number two. Now, for those of you who know about us, we have a philosophy that, yes, you should buy, yes, you should hold, but also you should sell. We, our strategy, we call it invest and protect, and we believe you should protect your retirement. It's important in our, in our view, and so that, and again, it's why we're, we've been in cash since April. Now, the buy-hold people, they think that's not a good idea. They think you should buy and hold no matter what happens. And uh, one of the things they say is, you know, you don't want to miss the 20 best trading days. Because, you know, if you go back over the last 20 years and you miss just the 20 best trading days in the last 20 years, just 20 of them, the 20 best ones, your returns go to nothing. You just basically wipe out all your returns. Well, mathematically, that's a true statement. But I want to tell you why it's misleading and should not be part of your decision making. Okay, so we'll have that one. We'll have some fun with that myth later on in the show. And you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. Most shows would say, hey, if we did just that, we've done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. Oh, don't you dare stop me because on this show, do we stop right there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, we will have our estate tip of the week uh, at about 10 till. And that is uh, where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs, the fruits of your labor, also called estate planning. Now, this week, um, I want to talk about something that I was visiting with a client and they brought up and it was that they want to cut their child their, out of their will. Okay, so this isn't uh, passing on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs. This is cutting them out. And so... Uh, you are ugly when you're angry. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, I hope. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we're going to talk about, so you want to cut your child out of your will? Oh, you better be careful. We got to talk about that one, okay? So we'll have that one for you at about 10 till. So we have a show chock full of great info. I hope you'll stay tuned for the entire program. Uh, before we get going, I just want to, you know, 
we were we were gone for uh, we we were out of town. My wife and me. We one of our favorite things is when we go and to our client appreciation events, and we had one in Los Angeles and in Houston and in Phoenix, and we get to visit with hundreds of our clients and hug and laugh and enjoy. We're going to be having our our big event here uh, where we our headquarters are, which is in the Dallas Fort Worth. Uh, and it's it's so much fun, but it also is travel. And so when we're traveling, we don't get to spend as much time with Noodle, our our uh, our dog. <laughs> and so her hair got really long over the course of three weeks. She didn't get a haircut. And the problem is, I guess these people that shear dogs, they only have certain measures of shears. And so basically, they, my wife took her took her in, and she came back, and she's bald. You know, and she's she's supposed to have all these beautiful curls, and instead she's just bald. Got a bald dog. I don't like bald dogs. <laughs> you get, it feels weird when you pet them. But anyway, let's talk about the Federal Reserve and will they kill the stock market. So you have to think of the U.S. economy as a giant tanker. Okay, It's not a motorboat. It's a giant tanker. And what the Fed is trying to do is they're, just to create an image, let's say they're trying to figure out how to make a right-hand turn about a mile down the road of the ocean, and I don't know ocean measurements. It's how many knots that is or whatever, but I would just say a mile. Okay, so, so a mile down, they want to make a right-hand turn. Well, if you got this big giant tanker, you know, you got to start planning that turn like now, you know, and you got to start maneuvering to be able to turn the thing. Unlike a motorboat, you know, if you're in a little one, you can go all right to the edge of that turn and you can just turn at the last second. Now, if you oversteer, You'll run into whatever it is that you're trying to avoid in that left-hand turn you're trying to make, and if you and, and if you understeer, then you'll you won't make the turn and you'll miss it and you'll hit the thing on the other side. So they got to thread that needle. They got to turn the, this big giant tanker into this causeway, and they got to they got to do that. And it's difficult because there's a lot of unknown variables: the wind, the waves, you know, the momentum of the ship, and all that kind of stuff. So what they're doing is they're raising interest rates with the idea, and there's a lag, there's like a six-month lag historically between the time that the Fed does something and the economy experiences it. So when they raise interest rates, you almost have to wait six months to, to see what that does to the economy. And of course, they started raising interest rates six months ago, so we should be seeing something happening now, and it isn't. So what is the Fed going to do? In our view, they're going to raise interest rates some more because it didn't work. We need more. Well, at some point, they may go too far, and that's the fear. And if they go too far, then the tanker, the economy, will crash into the wall that you're trying to get around to make the turn. Oh, I'm so scared. And, you know, they're calling that a hard landing. They're calling that all kinds of names. The point being that if they overdo it, if they overshoot, then we could, we could see some significant issues in the economy, uh, and, and we could have bad outcomes. And because they are human beings, don't, don't overestimate that, okay? They are humans, and humans have a real hard time looking into the future and predicting well. So our concern is the Fed overdoes it, and if they do, they could kill the stock market. Now, you may think that would be, in their view, a bad thing. Well, one of their voting members, Neil Kashkari, they asked him about that. And you know what he said? I don't care about the stock market. I don't care about the stock market. What he cares about is inflation and getting rid of that. And if the stock market crashes in the process, I don't care. Now, he was speaking for himself, but I'm pretty sure that if he feels that way, other members of the Federal Reserve feel the same way. So if you think your investments are going to be saved by the knight in shining armor, the Federal Reserve, uh, I wouldn't count on it this time. 
Okay, so the important thing in our view right now, and we're counseling our clients, and we're you know I'm not I'm not your advisor, but I would say that you might consider not being in equities right now. The downside risk in our view is bigger than the upside. Now, if you still are invested and uh, you're wondering what you should do, then here's what you do. Go to our website. It's rpoa.com and click on, uh, on uh, meet with an advisor. If you do that, we'll schedule a time to visit with you either in person or virtually. And uh, what we'll do is we'll go over how much risk should you be taking right now? How does it look for you? Um, should you be in the market right now? And if you're not going to be in the market, then where should you be? What about bonds? We've, we told our clients to sell bonds a long time ago because we, we saw how bad the, the Fed raising interest rates is going to be for bonds. And so if you're in bonds right now, you probably are looking at your statement and thinking, I'm losing money here. What They're supposed to save me and they're not. Well, this is one of those times. It's weird. The market, the stock market and the bond market are going down at the same time. These kind of things don't happen often. But again, do you have a strategy to protect your retirement? So if you're over 50, retired, retiring soon, go to our website, rpoa.com and learn how to protect yourself and visit with us. We'd love to meet you and help you if we can. Okay. Again, our website is rpoa.com. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, risks that are faced in retirement, number six. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters and I am Ken Morafe. And we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Yes, indeedy. And we are the bonanza of the airwaves. We play for you the golden nuggets of financial information every week at this time. I'm glad you're with us. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic weekend. And, uh, you know, all of the ideas that we talk about on this show, these are the very same ideas we talk about with our beloved and most valued clients. And uh, we work with over 6,000 beautiful, wonderful families across the country. And uh, it is such an honor. It is a privilege. You know, we consider our job to be to uh, facilitate what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. We want to. <laughs> Hey, 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 is right. We want you to go play, have fun, enjoy, and not worry about all this boring financial stuff. And uh, our firm is called Retirement Planners of America, and I am the founder of that firm, and we've been uh, around for a few years, longer than I'd like to say. <laughs> and uh, it is just, it's wonderful, and it's my favorite thing to do. And I hope that uh, you go to our website. It's, again, rpoa.com. And when you're there, you can uh, watch videos. You can read articles. Uh, you can attend seminars, visit with a retirement planner, lots of stuff on there to help you to, to have that second childhood without parental supervision. Now, I want to talk with you uh, in this segment about uh, risk number six that you face during your retirement. And, uh, you know, as with most things when it comes to planning, you kind of plan for the worst uh, and, and hope for the best as opposed to hoping the worst won't happen and, you know, plan for the best. Um, and so a lot of the things that we plan for are not pleasant. They're not pleasant things to, to think about. But at the same time, they are important that we do think about them. Okay, so this segment falls under that particular category. So I'm going to talk with you about uh, risk number six, which is frailty risk. And a frailty risk is the, ri is the risk that at, at, uh, at some point your mental or physical health uh, deteriorates and you may not be able to execute sound judgment in managing your financial affairs or maybe you become unable to stay in your home, that kind of thing. 
You know, an example of that would be that at some point you might have trouble remembering to pay your bills uh, or your spouse does, and uh, you have difficulty balancing your checkbook, uh, filling complex medical forms becomes difficult, making sound investment decisions, and also making complex medical decisions may be something that, you know, you're not able to do for yourself. The other side of it, of course, is you, you might be in a home that's too big for you, and you find that cutting grass or shoveling snow becomes something that you just can't do anymore. And uh, you can't find someone to do those chores without paying an exorbitant amount. You may lose the ability to drive. And since you live in the country, you know, for example, it becomes difficult to get around and go grocery shopping or whatever it may be. So here, let me give you some stats. According to the University of Michigan, a study showed that one-third of people who are over 65 will suffer from frailty. Okay, and, and as such, frailty in retirement is a real risk, and it impacts people early in their retirement, believe it or not. Okay, so the, the majority of retirees will suffer from frailty at some point during their retirement. Now, another study shows the longer you are retired, the more your mental health decreases. Uh, working longer can help hold that off, and as such, the risk of frailty can, be exas- can, can exacerbate other retirement risks, such as retiring earlier than expected and increased cost as uh, you'll need to take care of yourself. Okay, so how do you deal with that? Well, First of all, make sure, and we've talked about this on the show many times, and that is that you have your power of attorney documents all set up, okay? Somebody may need to make decisions for you, and if you don't designate that person in advance, then your family may have to go to the court to get documents, get a judge to approve it. That's expensive. It's time-consuming. There's a lot of emotions involved in that. You can spare them all of that, okay? The best time to plan, in in our view, is when you think those things aren't going to happen. So that way you're rational, you're calm. It's not an emotional thing. Uh, The other thing is, uh, you know, decide who you're going to have do that. Now, when you give somebody control, uh, you can do that with a power of attorney. Also, you may consider having a living trust. So a living trust is uh, where you actually put all of your assets in the name of a trust. And then what happens is that you can have a trustee initially yourself, but at some point, if you are not capable, then it's, it's basically just changing who the trustee is. It's a very simple process, and that way that person can help you. Uh, so y- other documents that you need to think about are, you know, the, the kind of documents that will help to avoid an incompetency hearing in which a court guardian gets a, uh, chosen. So you want to choose who would be your guardian as well. You know, one of the things that people don't think about when it comes to all this stuff is guardianship. Now, what does that mean? Well, maybe you had kids at some point and you were thinking, you know, if something happens to us, who's going to take care of these snot-nosed kids of ours, you know? And who's going to wash them? Who's going to medicate them, take them to school, feed them, all that stuff? That's nothing. There's no legal stuff there. There's no money. With, I mean, there's some cost. But basically, those are decisions on taking care of the physical being, and that's a guardianship. And uh, th- that's another uh, document and another decision. Who would you want to be your guardian to help you with all of that? Initially, most people want their spouse, but then maybe after that, it might be a child, etc. So, and then simplifying your finances. You know, if you're complicated and you're the guy or gal who's handling all of that, that's great. Congratulations. But think about if any if you were not able to manage all those complicated finances and all those spreadsheets and all those accounts that you have spread all over the planet. You know, would your spouse be able to do that for you? Would your child, would anybody be able to? You know, maybe you're the genius that can do all that. Nobody else can. So you might consider simplifying everything and and maybe even having 
you know, uh, notes for people to understand why you have accounts and all of that. You know, I remember years ago, uh, there was a, a person that uh, listened to the show and uh, her husband died and he had a binder with all the accounts on, you know, on that. And on the front page, he said, if something happens to me, go talk to Ken Morafe. So she came in and uh, she was not the financial person he was. And she had her binder with her with everything on it. He had listened to this show for years and decided at some point that if something happened to him, he wanted us to, to help him out, help, help her out. So de- designate someone who will help with the finances as well and simplify that and do your, do your family a favor. So that's some thoughts for you to think about. Um, obviously not a pleasant thing to think about, but I think it's important to think about. I'm glad we had this talk. I am too, Tom. So um, let me encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. We have uh, two new uh, uh, seminars on there. They're virtual. They're free, designed for those of you over 50. One of them uh, is on uh, how, when to take Social Security. So it's a Social Security Strategies seminar. Um, and if you're in the, in the throes of when and how on that decision, it, I, I think it might help you. Also, we have our seminar on uh, 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 retirement planning during these difficult uh, times. And in that seminar, we talk about how to fight inflation. We talk about how to reduce your income taxes. We talk about how to maximize your cash flow during retirement. We talk about how to figure out if you have enough money to retire on. Uh, We have a lot of great info in that seminar, and it is virtual. It is free. If you're over 50, then it's for you, in my opinion. So go to rpoa.com. Avail yourself of all of that. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about how to maximize your social security. We have two strategies for you. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. And we are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. Yes, indeed. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means that we work with people primarily who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, this show is designed for you. Our firm is designed to facilitate for you what we call your second childhood without parental supervision. We want you to go play, have fun, enjoy. We want your money to last as long as you do. And we want you to have financial peace of mind. And right now, I would say it's probably difficult to have all of those things, given how this, jeez, uh, oh, with the inflation and the markets and the Fed and all this stuff and the war in Ukraine and oh my God, I don't know. If, if you're still in the market, I don't know how you have peace of mind at all right now. And uh, we've told our clients to get out as of April of this year. So we've been out now for a long time. And uh, we've counseled our clients also to be out of bonds because with the Fed raising interest rates, we don't think bonds are a good investment either. And if you're still in, you may be questioning that. So go to our website, rpoa.com. Visit with one of our retirement planners. Visit, uh, attend our seminars. Avail yourself of the uh, resources we have on our website. We're here to help you if we can. And again, our website is rpoa.com. So this is the segment of the show. We talk about social security. We talk about uh, strategies to do that. And this week we're on strategy number 23. And here's a question that uh, we, we got, we have here. If you take a distribution from a Roth IRA, is the distribution included to calculate the taxability of social security? Well, the answer is no. 
okay? Because Roth IRA distributions, at least for now, <laughs> that could change, but at least for now, Roth IRA distributions are tax-free. And that's a huge benefit of the Roth IRA. The distributions are tax-free and do not factor in the formula for taxation of Social Security benefits. Now, even more important, Roth IRAs are not subject to the minimum distribution rules. So when you turn 72, you don't have to take money out of your Roth IRA either. And, you know, some clients can work very hard to keep their income under that taxation threshold, which we talked about in last week's show. But if you have a large IRA, the required minimum distributions could generate taxable income, whether you want it or not, possibly subjecting you to your otherwise tax-free Social Security benefits to taxation. So, one strategy to be thinking about potentially is what we call Roth or what we what are called Roth conversions, right? Which means you take your IRA, you convert a portion of that into a Roth, thereby reducing the value of your IRA and therefore reducing the the required distributions in the future, but also at the same time putting more into the Roth where it's tax free. Okay, so that's a strategy. It's called uh, tax bracket management. In fact, I was talking with a client just the other day about that. And uh, the important thing also is that if you do it properly, it's possible that you could uh, not pay higher premiums on your Medicare Part B and other things like that. So there's a there's a, a planning opportunity to reduce the cost, the taxation and the cost of your Social Security and Medicare by doing what are called Roth conversions with your IRAs. A Roth conversion is where you convert your IRA, your traditional taxable IRA, to a Roth IRA. Now, when you do that, you do pay taxes on the amount that you convert. But if you do it properly, you can stay within the same tax bracket that you're in. Our goal is not to move you to a higher one, but keep you in the same one. And if you do that, then you could potentially move many thousands of dollars out of the taxable part of the world and into the tax-free part of the world. And that's a good thing. So um, if you'd like to uh, take advantage of that, if you have a large IRA and you're concerned that at some point when you're 72 and all those distributions are going to cause you to pay lots of taxes and taxes on Social Security and higher Medicare premiums and all that kind of stuff, then talk with one of our retirement planners. We train them in how to strategize around our required distributions. We train them in terms of uh, Social Security and when and how to take it, all of those kind of things, and we want to help you with that if we can. So if you're over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon and you uh, want to uh, understand that, then go to our website, rpoa.com, click on Meet with an Advisor, and we'll visit with you either virtually or in person. No charge or obligation. If we can help you, that's fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Okay. Either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are very welcome. Now, let me tell you something. If you decide that you want to come in in person to do your visit with one of our retirement planners, we will have our now world famous oatmeal raisin and chocolate chunk cookies waiting for you, folks. Now, these cookies, I, I didn't say chocolate chip. You'll notice I said chunk. Okay, because our cookies are made with real chocolate. Chips are made with with paraffin. It's wax. You don't want to eat wax. That's gross. You want real chocolate that forms its own shape, and it just it's, it's it melts all over your face. It gets on your shirt. You go home, and your your significant other is looking at you like, "What the heck is wrong? You got chocolate all over yourself." And you're like, "Yes, I love my chocolate chunk cookies." And at the same time, you'll learn about Social Security and your and your retirement planner. Cool. Yeah, it does not get better than that. Let me tell you. 
And also we have, in case you don't like chocolate, we have our oatmeal raisin ones. I'll get into those in the next segment. But go, come for the cookies, but also to maximize your Social Security. Our website, again, is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about buy, hold myth number two, which is don't ever sell because you could miss the 20 best trading days. Oh, what a bunch of hogwash. Stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. We are back. This is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Yes. And as you guys know, ladies and gentlemen, on this show, we like our bonds shaken and not stirred. Unlike all those other financial shows, they all stir their bonds. Can you imagine what James would say about that? Oof. You don't want James to be mad at you. Anyway. Hey, a lot of this is ad lib, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, it is, Jack. What do you think? Do you think we planned all this stuff? No, we don't. We boldly go. Anyway, we are back. This is Money Matters. I am Ken Murray, your host, and I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, as the name implies. We work with people who are over 50, who are retired, retiring soon primarily. And our goal for you is to have your money last as long as you do. We want you to have financial peace of mind, and we want you to go play. We think, Yeah, we think of your retirement as your second childhood without parental supervision. So whatever that means to you, we want to help facilitate that. If that means your golf game, if that means travel, if that means grandchildren, whatever that means to you, we want you to have that, and we want to help make sure that happens for you. And our website, again, is rpoa.com. And when you're there, you can podcast this show. You can uh, subscribe to our market alert video where we said, uh, you know, it was time not not to be in the market. And by the way, we've been out of the market now, the stock market, since April. And all this stuff that's happening right now, uh, thankfully, for our clients, we're avoiding that. And uh, we'd like to help you if we can. So our website, again, is rpoa.com. Now, speaking of that, uh, our investment philosophy for our clients, and again, our clients are people who are within five years of retirement and uh, or who are in the first five years of their retirement. Okay, so th- that decade is kind of where most of our clients fall. And we believe that that decade is the single most important decade of your entire financial life. There, there's, a, there's a thing called sequential risk, which, which uh, many studies have shown that if you experience large losses early in your retirement, it can cause you to run out of money. It can cause you to not be able to stay retired. It may cause you to have to reduce your standard of living, all those kind of things, if it happens early in your retirement. That's why when the risk happens, the sequential uh, aspect of it is so important. And so avoiding large losses, in our view, is very, very important as part of your retirement plan. And our strategy is called invest and protect, which means that, yes, you should buy, yes, you should hold, but also, more importantly, in our view, you should sell as well. You should protect. The problem, though, is that the buy-hold community people, they tell you that, no, you should never sell. You should stay in no matter what happens, and you should take a beating. You should lose as much money as the market is going to deliver, and you stay in forever. And you know what? We don't think that's a good idea. Now, one of the things that I, I wrote a book called buy, hold, and sell. And in, and it was an Amazon bestseller, by the way. And all, and by, you can go buy it yourself, in fact. And the proceeds, the, the profits we make from that book, we give to charity. So you can help charity and learn about that as well at the same time. But in the book, I talk about the buy, hold myths. And buy, hold myth number two is 
Don't ever sell because you just don't know what's going to happen, and you could miss the 20 best trading days. And if that happened, then you would wipe out all your returns. So what they did is they said, you know, if you go back 20 years and they picked the best trading days that happened during those 20 years and they took those out. And if you miss those, then your returns get significantly down. It goes down from 10% a year to like three or two. So mathematically, that statement is correct, but it's misleading. Okay. Now, I'm going to go over two different ways to look at why that's misleading. Number one is, guess when the top 20 best trading days happened? Well, let me start with the single best trading day. It was a 15% gain, 15.3 in one, in one day, and that was in 1933. Guess what that was, ladies and gentlemen? The Great Depression. Okay. Uh, 1931, 15%. 1929, 12. 2020. 11% up day. What happened in 2020? Oh, yeah, the market went down 43%. That was a bad bear market. Uh, how about 11% trading day? When did that happen? 2008. How about a 10% trading day? 1987. Are you getting the gist here? 2020, 9.36%. Big trading day in March. What about uh, 2008? Uh, so what are all the dates that I'm uh, saying have in common? They are all terrible bear markets. When do you get these gigantic updates? You get them during bear markets. In, in you know the top twenty, we're all bear markets. There's no doubt about it. So my view on it is, you know what? You can keep those best trading days. I don't want them. <laughs> I'd rather be on the sidelines in 2008 and in 1929 and 1933 and 1987 and 2020. I would rather be out of the market during that time. I don't want those best trading days. Keep them. Now, that's one thing. The other thing also is, how on earth do you actually do that? So let's, you're going to look back on the last 20 years those days happened randomly. They didn't happen in succession. So you've got to be able to pick those 20 days to be out of the market and be in for the other, I don't know how many, 3,000 trading days there were. So you've got to be so good that you can actually pick those 20 days to be out. But you know what? What I would say to you is if you're really that good that you could pick the 20 best trading days to be out, then why don't you do the opposite? Why don't you pick just those 20 days to be in? Think about how much money you would have made if you could have do, do that. Equally impossible. It's, 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 it's a ridiculous concept. It's, in our view, it's deceptive. And so this notion that you want to stay in because if you get out, you could miss one of those big giant trading days. First of all, it's impossible to do that. And secondly, it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense. So our view is if, you're, if the times are bad, you should protect yourself. If the times are good, you go out and play, all right? When there's a storm, you're in the storm shelter. And when the sun's shining and it's fun, you go to the beach, all right? So, uh, and that's our investment protect strategy. That's why we told our clients to get out in April. We said, you know what? Things are going to deteriorate really badly from here. We think a big bad bear is coming. And guess what? That's what exactly what's happened. And we did that in 2008 as well. We, in November of 2007, our strategy said to sell. We told our clients to stay out for all of 2008 during the, the credit crisis when this, the S&P, the stock market, went down 57%. And don't kid yourselves, folks. We don't think it's a, out of the realm of possibilities that the Dow could go down to 25,000. In fact, we think that's possible. So how do you protect yourself? Well, in our view right now, cash is king. The Fed's raising interest rates. We're making money in cash. What's wrong with that? And we're safe. 
Now, if you'd like to know if that's for you, go to our website, rpoa.com. Click on Meet with an Advisor, and we'll visit with you virtually or in person. No charge or obligation. We'll build the plan around protecting your retirement from bear markets, inflation, taxes, all those kind of things. So we'll, we want to help you to do that. And of course, our strategies are not perfect, but we want to go over with you how it all works. RPOA.com is our website. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, so you want to cut your kid out of your will? Oh my gosh. Well, how do you do that? So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. We are wallowing in champagne, and this is Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf. Yes, indeedy. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And uh, we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning, which means we work with the most wonderful, beautiful, happy people in the entire universe. And that is people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And our, our goal for you is to help you to retire when you want to and to stay retired once you are retired. To infinity and beyond. Yes, indeed. We want your money to last as long as you do. And as you guys know, we call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. So we want to facilitate that, whatever that means to you. And, uh, you know, in case you didn't know, right now we've told our clients to be out of the stock market of all equities, and this is since April, so for quite a while now. And all this carnage that we that has been happening and that we think will happen uh, is, is something that you should consider maybe avoiding also. And so visit with one of our retirement planners. Our website is rpoa.com, and uh, you can podcast a show, you can watch videos, articles, uh, you can attend seminars, all kinds of stuff. And our website, again, is rpoa.com. Now, this is the part of the show where we talk about estate planning. This is where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And, uh, of course, that's estate planning. But this week, we're actually going to do the opposite. This is where you want to cut out of your will a greedy, unwashed, undeserving heir. (laughs) This is not funny, but I think it's funny. Uh, And, uh, no, the whole statement of it. It's not funny that you want to cut out somebody from your will. But if you do, there are some things you want to think about. And so we're going to discuss that now. But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you care. And though my pocket may be empty, I'd be a millionaire. And of course, that is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches and, uh, you know, the estate taxes, probate, all that kind of stuff. It's, it's designed to do the exact opposite. And we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. So this week, we're going to talk about you want to cut your kid out of your will, do you? So, you know, um, inheritance disputes are as old as the Bible. You know, you can go back and look at Jacob and uh, I hope I'm pronouncing it, Esau? Is that Esau? Yeah, so, uh, so it goes back a long way. Now, there's far more estate and trust litigation than we've ever seen before. This is according to the National Association of Estate Planners. Uh, and councils. It's a mushrooming industry. A good attorney will assume a will or trust will be contested. So you do everything you can in advance to cut that off. 
okay? So if you're going to cut a child out of a will, most likely it's going to be contested, okay? So you got to prepare for that. So um, this is uh, the uh, lady that is uh, the spokesperson for the National Association of Estate Planners and Councils. Her name is Casqueta. And she says, the damage, the disinheritance caused to a family is painful enough, but People who disinherit someone don't understand. It puts a huge amount of pressure on those who aren't being disinherited as well. You know, if you have a child that didn't get disinherited, they get, they, you know, there's a lot of pressure put on them also. Suddenly there's a rift in the family uh, and all those kind of things. In most cases, uh, she says, I find disinheritance occur not because the parent hates the child, but because the parent feels hurt. That child hurts your feelings. So, Uh, She says, estate planners too often just listen to their clients' wishes without first engaging them and their families in meaningful conversations. So before you disinherit anybody, maybe you should talk about it because most of the time you just got your feelings hurt. I get it. You're mad, but but don't make life-changing decisions based on that. I love you, man. Now, there are some things that you can do if that's what you want to do. There are legal alternatives to just disinheriting them. Uh, You could do what's called a sprinkle trust, you know, and Henry Fonda did that uh, when he left his will. Uh, He didn't leave any money to his daughter Jane and his son Peter, but he left $200,000 to his daughter Amy. Um, I don't know why he uh, decided to not leave his daughter and son, uh, but anyway, uh, the Sprinkle Trust says that you can sprinkle money to people accordingly, and if you want to leave more than uh, for one than another, then you can do that through a trust. You can also do it through what are called sequential wills, okay? If you really just don't get along and want to cut off uh, an heir altogether, then a real cost-effective solution might be to pre- and to, to prevent these these legal challenges is to file what's called a sequential writ, uh, will. Now, the sequential will creates a track record that will show the court you consistently wanted to disinherit the heir. Okay, so in other words, you you let money out to them uh, and you don't get you give to one but not to the other sequentially. And if you do have a track record of doing that, then the court would say no. There's a history of that, and therefore this child is wrong for trying to. Uh, you know, fight in court for their inheritance. So not a pleasant conversation to have with anybody, and it's not something that you probably uh, look forward to, but if you want to do it, do it right. So let me make a suggestion. Uh, When it comes to estate planning, it's complex. Don't do this without talking to a professional, but go to our website, rpoa.com, and uh, click on meet with an advisor. If you do that, we'll visit with you in person or uh, uh, virtually. And uh, what we'll do is we'll help you to build your retirement plan. We'll look at cash flow, social security decisions, fighting inflation, income taxes, insurance. We'll look at the whole picture with you. We'll help you to build a plan, which will include your estate planning as well. And we want to do that all for you at no charge or obligation. And if you like what you see, you want to work with us, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Okay, so either way, we will part friends. Oh dear, that's too wonderful to be true. Well, Dorothy, it's not too wonderful to be true because it is true. Now, if you decide that you want to visit in person instead of virtually, then I got a reward for you, okay? Because we'll have our now world-famous oatmeal raisin and chocolate chunk cookies waiting for you. The oatmeal raisin are made with those plump, juicy yellow raisins. We put cinnamon in the batter. Oh my gosh, they're half an inch thick, six inches in diameter. They're a meal in and of themselves. You'll go to cookie heaven and you'll 
you'll have a plan to boot. You can't beat it. So our website again is rpoa.com. Well, you know what? This show's over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Ken Morafe is a controlling owner and investment advisor representative at RPOA, which is an SEC registered investment advisor. Registration is not an endorsement by securities regulators and does not mean that RPOA has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Because we help clients establish a total return necessary to achieve their retirement goals, achieving that total return is dependent on the success of the invest and protect strategy, predicting market fluctuations for which there is no assurance. This strategy, which relies on a sell signal and a buy signal, is not guaranteed. It may negatively impact long-term total return if it does not perform as anticipated. The sell signal could incorrectly predict a bear market, which is generally accepted as a 20% drop in a market index, and affected investors would not experience gains they would have made by remaining invested. The strategy may not accurately predict a market upturn, causing lesser gains than necessary to maintain the targeted long-term total return. When the sell or protect portion of the strategy is implemented, investors will incur applicable transaction costs and taxable accounts will incur tax effects. The strategy is also subjected to general investment risks described in our form ADV Part 2.